0: Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of st- I mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a, a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm gonna make a wrap or I'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort I'm gonna use hero bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite so genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering ten percent off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius ten at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S one zero at hero dot co. They have the kid. They are a lot older, mm-hmm. right? But they don't rem- they don't they're not very cognizant of the fact that once you had a child and you got married your life has now changed yes exactly. and so they they want to be a part of your non-kid life but they don't know how to right yeah so i had you know i'm in that age now where my friends are now having kids mm-hmm. and so you know i'll go do things and they go oh let's go do some shit together too yeah and they're like okay like oh can like my wife and kids come i'm like you're not coming <laughs> and they're like oh why not i'm yeah. like this is not a wife and kids type of trip. <laughs> yeah. In five, four, three, two, one. what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I forgot my personal cameras. So if you're watching this on the video side, not only did I, no, I didn't forget the cameras. I forgot the SD cards and the lenses, which apparently You forgot is, your life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you left it in Big Bear. This is uh, very, <laughs> very important. So we're just shooting it on the regular cameras, which is, you know, perfectly fine. But I prefer the way that I, I, I shoot things, so. But whatever, man. We just got back from Big Bear. Yes, sir. Fun little trip. It was nice. Yeah. It's your little uh, bachelor trip. Dude, when we had that, that, you know, it was essentially the original uh, K-Town crew.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except we're much older.
0: Older. Doc, when I looked at the, the, the group photo that we had, yeah. all I saw was like a bunch of fucking Ajishis, yeah, dude. No.
1: I know. Mean, that's what we are, though. We're, we're middle-aged now. Yeah, you know We're looking I mean? mid-30s, we're, dude. Yeah, well, speak for yourself. Shit, I'm
0: almost 40, man.
1: <laughs>
0: Shit. That's fucking crazy. Time goes by so fast, yeah. man. Yeah, I was looking at that photo. Yeah. And I started cracking up because, you know, we were talking about at the trip, like when we're... When you're in your mid twenties, yeah, you care about so many different things, right. right? And then as you get older, you care less and less <laughs> and less. I'm at the point where I care about almost absolutely nothing. Yeah, no, it's priorities, right? I mean, yeah. as
1: you go through life, you start to recognize the things that improve your quality of life versus take away from it. Yeah, and you just focus on the things that you know improve your quality of life or, or keep it at a good place. I just feel like now certain things just don't matter anymore. Like you said,
0: you know, <laughs> I saw this. Uh, like a couple of photos like a couple months back were uh, a couple of Tongzangs they went to um, not Big Bear but Tahoe (laughs) and they're like dressed in like the nicest clothes ever (laughs) and they're at a cabin trip in the fucking forest yeah and they got you know whatever the fucking nicest shirts, their, their fucking sneakers and everything else. Yeah. They got their fucking expensive shades on. <laughs> they made sure to get a haircut before they went to the cabin. <laughs> They're posing and shit. I'm like, yeah. you bitch ass. Give give yourself six years. Yeah. And I want to see if you look like that at a fucking cabin trip.
1: Hey, you know what though? Granted, also too, I came up in street clothes the the, the first day when you guys were already on the boat, and so yeah. I was definitely overdressed. I felt like for for the
0: occasion because
1: everybody else. I mean, was you're definitely
0: it. one of the- more fashionable was than all of us. <laughs> like, there's a couple of people in the group who have never been fashionable from the date from the jump, yeah. so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was. We weren't expecting anything yeah. else, anyways. Yeah. I look decrepit. Like when I when I showed up, <laughs> on TD Luffy. On yeah. TD Luffy, dude. I, <laughs> so Big Bear is pretty crazy. If you guys haven't been there, I, I I mean I've been there a couple of times, but I I think just because the weather. This whole year has Mm. been fucking nuts. Yeah, bipolar as fuck, man. Yeah, so it rained in LA again in September, which never fucking happens, right? We had the the quote-unquote tropical storm that happened. And this time on his way up, it was terrible. Bro, like, so we were coming up, guys, and
1: we had pouring rain for like five minutes. It would stop, clear up, start sprinkling, clear up. Rain a little bit, clear up. Fog hits in, clears up. Can't see anything like three feet visibility clears up. So we're coming up the mountain and these guys are already up there. So we're like, yo, we're boating in this weather. Like that sounds like a recipe for disaster. And then once we get up to the, you know, peak elevation, it's like clear yeah, there yeah, and yeah. sunny. We're like, what the
0: fuck? It was weird. It, it was like cold, rainy, hot, cold, rainy, yeah. hot. But the second day that we were there, it was it was pretty fucking. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that was
1: that was our last full day there. Right. I where, think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was it was pretty much ideal fucking weather. Yeah. It was it was yeah, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But when you know when we're doing this like Big Bear trip, this is like technically like a quote unquote bachelor party. I've been married for two years now. <laughs> but so it's not like the bachelor party that most people think where yeah. you know you get strippers and whatever, whatnot. Yeah. I don't really care for that. That's not my stage in life right now. So my stage So in that's li- what we're saying on the record. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was big booty bitches.
0: No. We just went into a cabin just Chilled and kicking, We got a really big spot. It had, like, a pool table, foosball table, movie room, and everybody kind of just got to do what they wanted to do and yeah. just chill the fuck out. Yeah. And then we kind of saw, like, when I was looking at this photo, like I said earlier, like, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 I had, just looking at the photos of me just made me laugh because I'm, I'm picturing my younger 20-year-old self and now, right. and this 20-year-old self never understood why, like, my dad suddenly had this weird departure from, Dressing the way he did, because I saw old photos of him. Yeah, he's styling. Yeah, he was styling. Like, he looked really fucking good. He had the cool-ass fucking (laughs) aviators, you know, the slick little fucking jacket, the pants, the high-top sneaks. And it was when he was in his 30s. Like I I think if it was in America at the time, my brother was just born, so two years old. So my dad had to be about, like, 32, 34. Yeah. 33, 34. So maybe, like, around the age I am now, maybe a year younger or so, about a year younger. Yeah. And he looked great. Yeah. And then I see him now, Kirkland <laughs> shoes. Yeah. He got <laughs>
1: you know? tired, bro. Life, <laughs> life set in. You know. And I
0: get it. Yeah. It's like you have a kid. You have all these things. You're married. Your life is set. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nobody to impress whatsoever. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter.
1: I mean, even look at our progression with things like shoes, for example. Right. I mean, we still love Jays, but we choose not to put them on because we focus more on practicality now. Right. Yeah. of like, yo, Jays aren't comfortable. <laughs> I'd yeah. rather have comfortable shoes on that look decent. You know? We could
0: talk about that. So that's the other thing. First of all, as a kid growing yeah. up, not having a lot of money, I wanted every single J possible. Right, 100%. And I might have mentioned this before where when I first started making a lot of money, I bought everything and anything I wanted when I was a kid that I could not afford. Same. Right? Same. Yeah. So when, when I was younger, like if we had stuff that we couldn't afford, either somebody had to steal that shit or we had to hustle to get it. Right? Yep. And, you know, when I started making YouTube, just to put it in perspective, when I first came to LA, I, my first YouTube check was like. I think it was like 500 bucks mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit i'm rich
1: <laughs> i'm, <Yeah. balling. laughs> I'm like, well, baby yeah.
0: my rent was like 250 because my cousin was uh paying for most of my rent mm. so it was 250 for the room i kind of <laughs> paid that the other 250 was food which was going to be top ramen or whatever right but then those checks started growing bigger it was like 500 to a thousand three thousand five thousand seven thousand ten thousand on and on and then i remember i was like oh shit i'm buying fucking everything <laughs> And these are shoes that I'd never had. Like Jordan 11s, I couldn't afford that shit. A few of my friends had nice sneakers, right? I just never prioritized my money on that stuff because I just wanted other things. And then – I remember putting on um, these Bread 11s that I always wanted. Yes. Put it on my fucking feet. And I was like, fuck, man, this shit right here, fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Looks that. So nice, but so uncomfortable. <laughs> There's no breathing on patent leather yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I was like, fuck. And I was fatter too. So I had like Street Fighter, street fighter <laughs> feet. <laughs> yeah. That fucking thick ass feet. Yes, dude. Was, <laughs> fuck, my feet were fat as hell. Yeah. And I didn't care. And I just fucking squeezed my feet in that shit. Yeah. And I just walked around on it and I remember the first day that I was walking around on it, I, I wasn't trying to crease it, so I'm trying to walk all nice, right. but then when I took it off, I had blisters on my feet. And I'm like, damn, is this how everybody feels yeah. with their fucking shoes? Yeah. And then I kept on, and I was like, okay, I'm getting the fives, the fours, the threes. The threes were probably the most comfortable Jordan. Mm-hmm. So if you guys don't wear sneakers at all, very wide base, fat shoe, yeah. right? But yeah. basically goes with absolutely anything. And uh, I fucking love those and those were my favorites. And then I started going into, like, the taxis and everything else. And my favorite shoe of all time is the Jordan 1. And it is the most uncomfortable <laughs> shoe that has ever been made in history. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck what anybody – I love the way they look. No, for
1: sure. But th- that's what I mean is that, like, you know, we still appreciate it. It's still, like, very nostalgic and a part of our childhood. But it's, like – I don't want to spend even half a
0: day with those walking
1: oh. around, you know? I got these
0: Jordan, I got the bread ones, I got the Chicago ones, I got the distressed ones, I have um, the the Travis Scott, uh, his version of the mocha ones, Right, and right. I just look at them. Yeah, Because I know if I put that in my feet, I'm going to bleed through those bitches in two hours.
1: Just say, man, I just have boxes in my closet, you know? I, I mean, I have quite a bit of uh collection of shoes, I would say, like, I don't know over 30 pairs at least yeah that that um, I could that I would still potentially wear these days but how
0: many I actually rotate through I don't know maybe like three four right yeah yeah it's it's hard man like I, I look at them like I still have them and this is what I did I, I told myself years ago after I went through this whole phase of like buying all the material possessions getting the nice car whatever one I didn't do anything for me so I said I'm going to only keep the shoes that I will potentially wear. And Mm. I sold, like, probably 70% of my shoes. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember when you were doing that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I sold all of that shit, right? And I had some of the shoes that I wanted since day one since I was a kid. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of shoes that kind of drop now, they're almost not wearable. Like, they look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, right? spaceman boots and shit. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. If you go on YouTube as we speak, yeah. and you go on any YouTube short, and you look at the most popular sneakerheads, and if you don't fall this category, don't be offended. All right? And if you do, Jesus Christ, you are fucking hideous. <laughs> yeah. The clothes that you wear, it's it's they, they wear these shoes, right? Yeah. And it's like this limited release. I don't even know the names. I'm not into sneakers that much anymore. But- it's like a leather print here fucking neon green here and all this other weird shit and like yeah. damn that shit's hot like how much you get that for look at what the fuck you're wearing <laughs> why are sneakerheads literally the worst dressed
1: human beings on earth i mean you know it's it's like a trend right it's a trend sometimes Maybe <laughs> it sheds light also on our age again. It's just that we're becoming that old head who are like, don't understand it anymore. We're getting disconnected. I would, I would you know? say that, yeah. but...
0: And I always think about that stuff, yeah. too. And I think about that stuff when I listen to music. Am I, am I just being a fucking old head? Or is this music just really, really I fucking don't, bad? I don't see, for me, same. I don't think so. I just think that
1: music... Sucks more than the music that we grew up with. I-, I believe that some people might not feel that way The younger generations might not feel that way But when I listen to like, you know, like an old record that comes on, you know, it, um, fuck I don't know off the top of my head earlier this morning I was listening to like the watcher part two has a Dre Jay, and rock him right mm-hmm. hip-hop legends when do you hear a track like that these days? You know what I mean? It's... <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is he even saying right now, dude? What is that?
0: Yeah, there's definitely... And a lot of people will probably disagree if you're younger, but um, there are younger generation rappers that are dope that don't rap in the style that we grew up with and I think are fucking dope as shit, <laughs> right? Um, but I think the you know problematic for me is that when I listen to a lot of like rappers now, it's just I could take... Any fucking kid off the block that listens to your shit, they'll recite your lyrics and they'll sound just as good or even better than you. Yeah. And I think like that uniqueness sometimes has died out. And by the way, in our generation, too, we had plenty of our own shitty rappers. For uh, sure. A.K.A. Chingy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> one hit wonder. He was oh, fucking terrible. He man. was a terrible rapper. Yeah. People don't really say it out loud, but in our generation, we had some trash ass fucking yeah, rappers. We, you know?
1: we, we had the, the uh, one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Chingy was one of them.
0: Uh-huh. I don't know a single song besides Holiday Inn. <laughs> no, right there. Oh, that's said, right. I like the way I you do that. that right, right there. Like, was that is that fucking hot lyrics and bars? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. He was not a very good yeah, rapper. he Was not But yeah. then he had club bangers, and I see that a lot with other like other younger rappers. But yeah. it's hard for me to kind of like. Um, and I don't know. I just like I said, if they feel replaceable, and that's in kind of any genre nowadays too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I might get fucking killed for this, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck if you're a Swifty fan. I don't get it <laughs> taylor swift i yeah. don't understand what's so great about the- about, uh, about taylor swift
1: <laughs> somebody explain that to me i think with with somebody like taylor swift is that like when she had first come on the scene people like her justin bieber right the age group that were fucking with their music were pretty similar in age you know so mm-hmm. they were like uh, pre-teens to teens that were fucking with it and then as they got older and the music sort of evolved they stayed on, you know, stayed with them.
0: And they grew with them. Yeah, they grew mm-hmm. with them.
1: And so, like, I think it's because they're able to relate to the things that they were singing about or talking about in their music. Whereas for us, it's we're so far removed from it. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, that shit is stupid as fuck. Like... Not to say that, you know, it's outright stupid, but like where we are in life, that what we find important and problems versus like, let's say a teenager or a preteen, right? Yeah. It's going to be, it's like trivial to us because yeah, we've yeah, already yeah, been yeah, there, yeah. done that. We got more important things to worry about, but that's just a progression of life, right? So like for them, that's still real, like the, the what they're talking about, like the heartaches of, you know, losing your boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. at that, you know, puppy love stage. And we're looking at it like, come on, man. You don't know shit about love yet, you know? Yeah, it's just like when
0: I look at Taylor Swift, um, and she, like she's had very huge hits in i ba- Like, I've, it seems stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. But her fandom, I don't, to me, never yeah. equated to her talent, mm-hmm. right? And this isn't, by the way, yeah. Swifty fans, I'm not saying she's not talented. She's very fucking talented. And yeah. she makes like, like good music. Yeah. I just, I, I guess if I were to explain to her, explain it. It's like, I don't understand the fandom behind it. Like mm, the mm. level I get that she should be famous, yeah. but she's like excelling. Like, it's, it's getting to the point where they're going Taylor Swift or Beyonce. What do
1: you mean? Oh no, like, no, 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 no. But no, that's no. the argument. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, no, like she's, she's not on the level of a Beyonce. She has a lot more to do and accomplish. I feel like before she gets there.
0: Yeah. And so people are saying like the argument now is yeah. that you like Taylor Swift has surpassed Beyonce. And I'm like, I d I don't really see that. And by the way, if you ask me if I'm a huge Beyonce fan, yeah. no, I think she's a she's a pop she's a popular cultural icon. Right. 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 But I wouldn't be able to like if I hear a Beyonce song, I'm not like, oh shit. You know, I'm just like, oh, that's Beyonce. Yeah. It's like to me, Beyonce is iconic like missy elliott is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like if somebody told me and i'm like oh missy elliott is dope but they're like yo why don't you rap like three of her songs i wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. but i know as an artist she's really fucking dope yeah same thing with beyonce but i don't see taylor swift matching up to beyonce's like stature and especially in terms of like what they've done yeah
1: in terms of accolades i'm speaking from like an accolade standpoint but i mean at the same time i feel like people who are fans of taylor swift can also easily make an argument for her belonging up there just in the sheer number of like let's say hits yeah hits yeah, yeah, plays yeah, yeah. awards right and and look like you said she's talented in her own right she could write her own songs. she could play instruments you know yeah she i could, think she's dope yeah yeah but i i i i also get where you're coming from is that i think as a you know, almost 40-year-old person, I look
0: at her and I just, I don't get it. Hey, somebody <laughs> hey, somebody who's a fucking Swifty fan, like, you guys write down what makes you love her so much. Like, I understand why people like her. I think she makes great music. I think she's an she's a icon, all this other stuff. But they're, oh, even this. People are comparing them fucking, like, her... Fandom and mm-hmm. what she's done in this space, mm-hmm. and you know her concerts and everything. Like she's like Michael Jackson. Oh, like this. This is the okay, conversation yeah. that they're having I'm about have Taylor to Swift.
1: Strongly disagree on that. Yeah, one. like did she
0: touch kids? I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay.
1: I'm fucking
0: kidding. I'm fucking
1: kidding. I'm fucking kidding. I still don't
0: believe Michael did it. By the way,
1: it was allegedly. It yeah. was allegedly. It was never proven. But yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Come on now.
1: <laughs> but yeah no I that's I don't know man I don't know I, I, I look at her and, and look at kind of like um, her counterpart in terms of like a, a guy pop singer would be like a Justin Bieber right mm-hmm. his fandom is crazy too and they're hardcore and even though he doesn't regularly put out music and he's had these kind of controversies throughout his his life
0: the fandom is still strong and alive yeah. you know um, I, I see like when we talk about um, just to go back to that topic about our age, like I I kind of, I'm seeing, maybe not so much in like the way that we look or anything else in our age, but mm-hmm. like I said, kind of where we prioritize what's important and what's not. I, I One of the things that I get really sad about it's when I go on Instagram and I see our friends who are getting older and they're try- trying so hard to hold on to their youth. Like, they're it's it literally hurts me yeah. to watch them yeah. try to be young. Uh-huh. And as if getting older is the worst thing on earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I see it a lot in guys who kind of, I knew that were the definition of fuckboy before fuckboy was coined a term,
1: right? <laughs> and they're trying to hold on to the fuckboy. They're boy-ness. trying to be a fuckboy and you're 45,
0: bro. Like it's, you can't do it. No, it's not just, possible. Yeah. Your grades are in. Yeah, that's just sad. It's
1: even worse when, when they are married with kids and they're still Ooh, trying to be on that shit. You it's know? the
0: worst, man. Yeah. Like I see them and it's funny too. I, I'm kind of fucked up. Cause like I'll, I'll write like a fucking mean comment. They always delete my comments, which is so dumb. Right. I fucking hate when they do that. (laughs) They're
1: like, chill, bro.
0: Chill. Let me be me. Let me do me. So uh, a friend of mine um, recently, and, you know, he's been doing this for quite a while now. And everybody knows this about him. And once again, we don't say names on the podcast. And I'm not going to give you his Instagram handle, but (laughs) I really want to. But he he started recently using um, Bruh, Mm B-R-U-H. Right. This guy's like 46. Uh So he's not really like a friend. He's like a young. Right. And. You could tell he literally just learned this word because he uses it all the time now. (laughs) So he writes, like in his captions, like, you'll, without fail, see, bruh, put somewhere in it. Yeah. Even when the context doesn't allow for it. (laughs) And so I wrote on the comment, I'm like, you literally learned that word yesterday and you can't stop using it, you old ass fucker. (laughs) Right. And then he deletes the comment immediately. And so I just kept <laughs> reposting a different version of that joke. Yeah. Cause I thought, oh, maybe something happened. That it, right. <laughs> you know? So I just kept posting, making fun of him, yeah. and it kept disappearing. Yeah. And so I DM, I was like, are you deleting my fucking comment? Yeah. Right? Yeah. He goes, nah, quit fucking outing me out like that, dog. I'm like, well, so you know it's true then. Stop fucking doing this. <laughs> yeah. But he's becoming that guy too where as you guys will get older, you'll see these type of friends where they just refuse to age. And what I mean by that age not in terms of your activity like the youthfulness in you as a human being yeah. but they want to be a part of a culture that doesn't apply to them anymore right <laughs> that
1: youth culture and so for us he's kind of getting like weeded out yeah.
0: in he's not really that close to me so in that friend group he's getting weeded out now mm-hmm. where these friends are having kids um, they're you know financially really stable they're doing other things Yeah. and because he can't relate to them anymore he's now that 46 year old that hangs out with 20 year olds Is he? is he single still He has a he has a girlfriend. I think I'm not sure if they're still together. Okay, but he's now that old guy that hangs out with the young group, and it's just like watching. It makes it hurts me.
1: I don't know how the fuck you could be 46 and hang out with a bunch of 20 year olds. What do you talk about? Yeah, what do you do? Is is my uh, because look,
0: genius brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen. I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over. And I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of. Stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their. If you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking. Good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero dot and use code Genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. Hey all, it's David So. And if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to GeniusBrain.Supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show to that's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks.
1: Going back to like the big bear trip, right? Like symptom of our age is look how early we (laughs) slept. You know? Hey. (laughs) Nobody 1030, baby. Let's go. Nobody is up, you know, raging till three, four, five in the morning, right? Or just not even raging, but just chilling even, right? Um but Me and Ed, we were actually talking about this uh, up in Big Bear too, is that like where we're at now, when you're single without, let's say, a wife and a kid or even kids, um, what does your social life look like, you know? Because one, we don't have the same type of energy that we used to have. Two, we're not interested in doing the shit that we used to do in our 20s and let's say even our early 30s, right? And three is finding um i guess the time for it too you know Mm -hmm. and not to mention this is coming off the heels of like the pandemic where we kind of had a hard stop on social life yet people at our age we were kind of in that transition of going from like oh we're going out every weekend to oh we're not going out as much to oh we're only seeing each other once like every few months but then all of a sudden that just became boom now nobody's seeing anybody for like a year or two yeah 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 and then we come out of it and then it's like okay so what does social life look like now you yeah. know and then like for me most of my homies they're all married with kids mm-hmm. at least one kid if not two or, or three even yeah so when we hang out it's in um, some sort of like kid event like like a birthday or a yeah. tour. so for me like my, my social life I'm always questioning like what do I do at this age and like even if I want to do something most times, I'm like so tired from like the stress and, and, and like, you know, just the day to day shit with Secret Society that I don't even want to go out. I just yeah. want to chill and do nothing, you know? Well, on the
0: other side, too, there are friends who they have the kid. They are a lot older, mm-hmm. right? But they don't, rem- they don't, they're not very cognizant of the fact that once you had a child and you got married, your life has now changed. Yes, exactly. And so they they want to be a part of your non kid life but they don't know how to, right? Yeah. So I had, th- you know, I'm in that age now where my friends are now having kids. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'll go do things and they go, oh, let's go do some shit together too. Yeah. And they're like, okay, like, oh, can like my wife and kids come? I'm like, you're not coming. <laughs> and they're like, oh, why not? I'm yeah. like, this is not a wife and kids type of trip. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: yeah. what do you I, c- I hate when people impose that, man. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, it's like equivalent to like when we were younger and then it's like homie strip. Yeah. It's like, yo, can I bring my girl? No. It's like, bro, we're talking about a homies trip. What in that made you
0: thought it's cool, cool. to bring your girl? You yeah. know, that's like, what it is. It's, it's really that version. Yeah. And so now they're like, oh, oh, they're just gonna be chill. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Yeah. You're not coming. Yeah. Like this is not. It's not because we don't want you there. You are now in a different stage in your life, and you have to accept it, mm. right? If in fact that it's a family trip and then you want me to come along with some other friends, then yeah, because now we're on your schedule, right? right? Because we're on your scheduled family time, so now it's like Uncle David and whatever, whatnot. But the moment you decided to have a kid, you have to understand this is your life now, right? You're not going to be able to do the stuff that we do. So, for example, like um, this is not pertaining to this trip, but it's happened multiple times, and I'm pretty sure anybody else out there who's around our age, whether they're late 20s or early 30s, have probably experienced this where we're like, hey, let's all go get dinner, you know, and catch up, and they mm-hmm. go cool. Let's go do that. and They go, oh, um, can we find a place where kids are, uh, where we, we can go with kids? I'm yeah, like, more kid friendly. No, yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're we're absolutely not going to yeah. do that. Like, we'll do it on your accord if it's what if it's your event. But yeah. this is our event. We're gonna go to a bar. We're gonna drink and we're gonna get some dope ass food. Yeah, I'm not gonna go on to a place where I'm gonna get fucking Dino Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and it hurts them a little bit. Yeah, and they're like, oh, come on. It's like, no, no, no. Eight of us aren't going to change our schedule for you. You have to accept the life that you made for yourself. Dude, that's on them, though. They got to be aware of that. You know what I mean?
1: Like, you can't impose your your needs. You can't expect the majority to come and accommodate you because you don't want FOMO. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. You got to be aware. Like, okay, I got kids. I got a wife. Uh, these are all guys who are just going out themselves. Okay, that doesn't fit. That mm-hmm. doesn't match that environment.
0: So I'll see you next time. You when know? I was in Hawaii uh, the last time, there was a friend of mine who was there too with his family. He has like three kids. And he said, oh, let's meet up and kick. He's like, let's go get some drinks or whatever. And I'm like, you have three kids. How the fuck are you going to do this? <laughs> yeah. But we ended up not meeting up. And then, you know, for him, you know, it was like it wasn't an awkward conversation. But, you know, these are, like, friends from, like, Sacramento, so I could talk to them however I want. I'm like, hey, listen, man, like, you you can't – you're not going to be able to kick it with me. He's like, no, I'll just tell my wife. I'm like, there's no way you're going to leave your wife with three fucking kids. Impossible. Like, I already know this, but he – misses these moments and he wants to have it, you know, with me. He's like, yeah. oh, let's go drink. We'll go out to a beach and just chill and we'll catch up. I'm like, did you even ask your wife if, if, if this is even possible? So yeah. She'll be cool with it. I was yeah. like, get back to me. And <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm like, of course it's not going to happen. Like, also, you would be an asshole to leave your wife with three fucking kids. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do that.
1: No, I mean, you know, it's like those uh, type of situations are far and few. Like, you know, my, my, my homies who are married with kids, like, if I don't know. Sometimes we're hanging out, whatever. They'll try to come out here and there, but like I said, it's so far and few. And there's a trade-off, right? Sometimes, like the wife will have a night out with her friends, and you know, the the, the husband will watch the kids, put them down, whatever, and then vice versa, right? The the husband will go out for a night out, and the wife will you know watch the kid. But like, that's not something that's happening even like once a month. Like, <laughs> it's like once maybe every few months, or you know, and so. You gotta understand that like that, that is your life now. That is part of the responsibility of becoming a parent, a responsible parent and a responsible spouse. You know? You can't just enter that chapter of your life and still do the things the same way. I think some people have a little bit harder time adapting and understanding that, you know.
0: Um, yeah, that's the that's that weird thing where uh, like that I've dealt with more of the guys not understanding their new life now, mm-hmm. and then wanting to be a part of everything else that we do. Yeah. So it's like, nah, we don't have kids yet. So if you do want to come apart, we're not. We can't mold our schedule and lifestyle to you. Yeah. Like when I go and visit you and your family, I'm on your time and your exactly. schedule and the way you do things. Exactly. So if we're let's say we all go to this Big Bear trip and there's yeah. a friend who's like, oh, can I bring my two kids? I will punt your kids out into the <laughs> in fucking Big Bear Lake. <laughs> no, like I, I, love your kids. Yeah, they're not coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's just, I, I don't want to deal with kids screaming. I don't want to be Uncle David right now. Yeah. I want to fucking do my own thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know, again, it's not like the transition just happened. Like yeah. if
1: you've been in that chapter of your life for a number of years, you got to understand, like it's a different territory now. Because it reminds me of like I remember um, a trip that we coincidentally took to Big Bear with some of my homies, and then like it was just when, when, uh, one of my homies had like this first kid and he was the first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, so like, you know, he brought the kid because it was like girlfriends and, and wives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, you know, even at that age, we were still kind of like going ham with deep into the night, Of course. but then it was different now. Like once it, once the kid went down and then we started getting loud and rowdy, it's like, Hey, keep it down. You know, like mm-hmm. the kid's sleeping. And I remember thinking like, damn. This is what it's going to be now. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. every year that passes by, this is going to become more and more. This group is going to get smaller and smaller because they're just not going to be available to, like, make the trip. Uh, but, yeah, like, that's where we are That's where we are now, man. That's that's
0: life, yeah, you know? And, th- and that stuff happens too. Like, I've definitely kicked it with, like, Bart, Gio, my friend, Anna, and Jeremy. And when they bring the kids, we have to be a little more quiet. And yeah. we've, we've learned, but we've set the expectation of this is like, a family kid type yeah, of trip, you yeah. know? And so those things are okay. Right, where I'm like, okay, and it's weird too, right? So we're like, okay, we're quiet, we're chilling it's all kid time, and then you could see them when they put the kids to bed at eight, they're like, oh, thank fucking God! And then, you know. yeah. It's relief, it's yeah. relief. And it's then like, from eight to like one, yeah. we're all kicking it and doing whatever, yeah. and then Now, too, they have, like, these white noise machines, so we get a little louder. So they stick (laughs) stick the white noise machine in the room, They're like, finally, fucking thank God. And they get to relax, joke around, curse, and do the things that they normally do. And you see the freedom light up in their eyes a little bit, which is kind of dope. And, you know, know, if and when I have a kid, if or when I have a kid is like, I understand. It's going to be hard for me to step away from my kid because, you know, you're going to be worried about them. They're always going to be on your mind. But I'll tell you this though: when I need the space, they're going to grandma and grandpas. <laughs> like get the fuck out of my fucking Dude, sight. But that's like such a huge luxury to even. Oh, have. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, and like you know, my parents hurt. They, te- they te- keep telling me to hurry up so that they can watch my grandkids or their grandkids while they're relatively young and able. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like the the longer I wait, that's gonna become you know less likely that they're gonna be able to do that for me. But at the same time, you know, you gotta be in your own pace you know what i mean i'm not going to rush to fucking get married and have kids or whatever just so that yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> like we're in a we're in a
0: place right now where we're we're we are very aware of these very specific timestamps in our lives, yeah. right? So now when I look at these photos, and I can go back to when we were at the apartment in K-Town, just yeah. kicking it there 24-fucking-7, yeah. going out in K-Town, drinking, having fun, eating and stuff, yeah. and I look at my life then and now, I'm like, oh shit, like, we, we all look a little different. <laughs> we're in sure. a different headspace. For sure. You know? Yeah. And, I, yeah,
1: Yeah, no, I mean, dude, we were, you know, like, <laughs> going for fucking walks. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Old people that and we everybody enjoyed it, you know. It's like we came out, it's like, oh shit, the weather's not, we should go for a walk, <laughs> you know.
0: We go for a walk, come across, you yeah, know, this old as fuck. <laughs> we're driving this boat, right? This pontoon boat. Every time he saw a fucking family, this guy, like the fucking perverted neighbor, hey, <laughs> hi, and I'm like, bro, you look like a
1: creep. Hey, man, I'm just being friendly. We were talking about that, like. All right, we were actually talking about this on the trip, and I was saying how much it pisses me off when, you know, being in LA and you're just trying to be a decent human being and you say hello to people, you wave at them or just, you know, acknowledge them and they just fucking stare at you. They don't reciprocate. And like, being in a place like that, I know people are a little bit more friendlier. So I know, like, yeah, if I say hello to somebody, they'll reciprocate. And, hey, man, I had people waving at me, you know? <laughs> yeah, saying, by force. You might as put a gun in their <laughs> that, uh, fucking head. The funniest shit was, remember when that dude was like, um, you know, he saw a relatively young guy. And then so he was like this, and then he gave me the peace, and then I waved like this, and he <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he changed his face into a way.
0: <laughs> that shit was hilarious, but... There's there's people with so much money out there, it's unreal. When yeah. we were on the boat, yeah, yeah. and just going by these mansions by the lakeside. Yeah, right, like five-story fucking,
1: you know, like 3,000, 4,000 square feet mansions. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I just want
0: to know what these fucking people do, man. It's like... What the fuck are you doing for a living that allows you to live in a 4000 square foot mansion? Bro, I bet you that's not even where they live though. I bet you yeah, home. not
1: just a rental or yeah, not even maybe a rental, but yeah, vacation home, dude. Cuz I
0: want to know what it's like to rent out one of those spots. Yeah. You know, but I have to do it with 50 other people cuz it's too expensive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, no matter how much money I make, I don't care to spend things on like luxury. Like Like that, right? If it's gonna cost me for a vacation just to stay at a place, $2,000 a night. I'm not going to go on my deathbed wondering what that was like.
1: like I'm not going to wonder. Yeah, yeah. This,
0: it, this doesn't matter. You're right. Like, yeah. I, I refuse. I still look at Honda Elements every time I drive by and I'm like,
1: No, man. you pointed that out on yeah. the train. You're like, yo, <laughs> look at that one right yeah.
0: there. I want to come <laughs> to the owners like, Honda yeah. Element, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then I become the creep of the trip with my fucking straw hat. Yeah. Honda <laughs> Element, huh? You like that?
1: It's great. But, yeah, I mean, look, man, it's it, – it, you know even though a lot has changed i feel like the great thing is is that like because look man even your brother i hadn't seen john in like five or six years straight up since like he went to sd you know because at least three years because covid right and then i hadn't seen him before that either but then like we see each other and you know the the rapport and the rhythm's still there it's like we haven't missed a beat yeah it's not like oh We haven't seen each other in like five, six years. And so we got to remember what this dynamic was like. It's like, it's still there and it's adjusted to like where we are in life now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I I went back to some of the older stuff. Like, you know, sometimes people ask, like, how come you don't do sketches and this anymore? Like, I had a lot more time when I was younger and energy. Time and energy. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't sleep. At all. I only started sleeping in the last, like, four years. Yeah. And what I mean by that is I slept on average two to three hours a night for damn near 10 years. Yeah. It was, like, I'm not even exaggerating. It was literally two to three hours. I would sleep at maybe, I don't know, 4 a.m., wake up at, like, 7 or 8, Mm. go up, do stuff, and maybe take another nap for, like, an hour, 30 minutes in between the day. And it was like that forever. Yeah. Just writing sketches, um, doing stupid shit, traveling, doing whatever. And then I I just can't imagine myself doing that now. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't healthy for me then. So sure it wasn't. Now I prioritize like rest and sleep a lot. And I think a lot of people are just being smarter about it. I think during, you know, in our age group, there wasn't as much accessible knowledge that this generation has now, yeah. even if it was like t- like 10 years ago, that 10 years, because of like how much technology has advanced and how accessible like knowledge and information is now, you guys can make healthier and smarter choices that we didn't really know about. But they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. I think there's a lot more health conscious people our age, yeah. are, you know, in, in a younger generation now. Right. Mm. So now they, they get to listen to other scientists that do podcasts or whatever, that talk about the importance of sleep about health. Um, People – obviously, we have an issue in the states with unhealthy people and healthy diets or whatever, Mm -hmm. but the knowledge is there. And I see a lot of younger people that prioritize their health. They they have a very specific regimen. And I'll give you a great example. When I was in high school, when it came to um, like physical science, like in terms of weight training – you guys have no idea how many stupid shit that we did that was taught to us by our coaches. It's true. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, there was no, you know, there wasn't days for maximal effort. There wasn't times for when you would, like, progressively overload on your weights. We would just jump fucking weights. Yeah. I tore my um, my chest benching because I jumped from trying to bench. Um, it was, uh, what was it, two plates and a 25. I don't know how much that is. That was 45, 90. 225. 90. To 275. Yeah. That was my bench, right? And I was yeah. trying to max out at 275. Well, I did that adding the 225s, jumping from 225 to adding the 25. Like, you would never do that now. And our on our weight coach was like, just try it out. And you would never see people do that. Well, now you're a lot smarter. You progressively overload that stuff. Yeah. You'll add five pounds here, 10 pounds here, or whatever. And I fucking tore my chest. Mm. Like, my squat form was fucking terrible. Yeah. I thought, like, my max squat when I was 18 years old was, was 425. I guarantee you I wasn't even doing a full squat. Yeah. I was probably... The depth wasn't there and I just pushed it back up and I said my max was 425. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. Most yeah. likely it was probably around like the mid-300s. And like in proper form and everything. <laughs> yeah. If I did proper form, I probably would have pushed it up to like 350 yeah. at most, yeah. right, when I was 18. So like the, the amount of knowledge that young people have, it's, it's way different. So for us, like I didn't know how detrimental uh, not sleeping was to your brain yeah i had no fucking idea yeah and then when i started reading things i'm like okay i need to prioritize sleep which is why i started smoking <laughs> <laughs> and i don't like we like uh during the daytime when i'm yeah. when i need to have a conversation yeah because it actually irritates me that i can't be cognizant of what's happening like one of our friends um that was at the trip he started uh he went through uh like a pretty messy me- like a messy divorce and then I remember the day that he came over to a mutual friend's house and he was, like, talking about what's happening and what he felt. Well, he gave me a a hit of his fucking vape. And by the way, I don't smoke hardcore shit. I literally smoke to sleep. It's medicinal for me. Yeah. So he gives me a hit of it. I don't know how strong weed is now. My memory of weed is when we were in (laughs) high school. You would get, like, ditch weed. Like, the, the strongest shit back in the day was, like, fucking... Uh, like OG Kush, you yeah. know, whatever, that type of shit, yeah. right? I don't even remember the names anymore. Yeah. But nowadays, they put fucking Keith powder on top of it, the fucking <laughs> sap, the crystals, all this other shit. They got crazy names. Whatever the fuck he gave me, I smoked that shit. He's like pouring out his heart to me. And the only thing I could say, I, I didn't hear any of it. Yeah. All I would do was like, I was like, stare at his nose and then pretend like you care. Yeah, so just be normal. Just be normal. <laughs> Because I did, he talked to me for like 30 minutes. I don't remember a damn thing. Yeah. And all I kept on saying was like, damn, that sucks, man. Man, I feel for you. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Damn, it's life. And I just kept repeating the same things because it was so fucking harsh. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you guys smoke now. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It,
1: it's just re- like we were talking about before we started this, man. I was saying, it, it, you know, one hit. And make it an ordeal. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if you don't know what you're smoking, it can become an ordeal real
0: quick, real fast. So we had just, I, you just end up in another fucking universe. Yeah. So when we were at Big Bear, I, you know, they brought they, uh, they brought some shit to smoke. And it was like towards the end of the night. I took a couple of hits and I started feeling a little drowsy. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a hot shower and I'll come back out. We'll finish this movie. All I remember was taking a shower, laying on my bed to charge my phone. And the next thing I woke up, it was morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was uh, in the kitchen, and then this one walks out in the morning, and I was like, "Yo!" And he's like, "Dude, what happened?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, how is
0: it morning right now? <laughs> I had the craziest fucking dream too. It, it felt so fucking real. It was it was nuts. So, oh yeah, with Paul. Yeah, I had yeah. a dream that our buddy Paul, Paul came. As you guys know I to music with him. Paul owed a lot of money to these to this to the triads, right? And how – why he owed him a lot of money wasn't because he borrowed money or because he was gambling. It was because he started a business selling fake shoes, right, like replicas. And it was taking money from their business of selling replicas. So he was like killing their business and Paul was making a killing off of it. So this will gets fucking kidnapped and they're like literally beating the shit out of him, Mm -hmm. right? And it turns out one of the dudes that had a deal with Paul was a homie of mine, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So I came in there, I found out where he was, I came through, you know, I dat them up or whatever. I was like, hey, listen, like, you can't fucking kill him. He's a friend of mine. Yeah, And he's like laughing. He's like, okay, cool. He was like, all right, well, we can't just let him fucking go. Like we don't – our business is fucked because of him. Yeah. And this is feels so fucking real to me. Like I couldn't even discern that it was a dream <laughs> even when I woke up. Because you're I, still
1: high while you're doing yeah. this.
0: <laughs> and so he goes, okay, well, we're going to let him go. And so they kind of untie him. And then Paul's like fucking bawling because, you know, he's a married man. Yeah. He's worried about his wife or whatever. Yeah. I was like, hey. I call his wife. I was like, look, Paul's fine. We're, we're, we're dealing with this. He goes, okay. Well, he owes us 10 mil now.
1: God damn. Yeah, it's like
0: if we don't get that ten mil yeah. within like the next couple of weeks, you're gonna be back here and we're gonna fucking kill him. Yeah. And he goes and they say to me, it's like, well, and then you now have a fee too. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And so but my fee was very nominal. It was like uh, 10 G's. Okay. I don't know why ten thousand. <laughs> he did tax you because you're there. He's, yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so I pay him the ten G's yeah. and I see Paul and we take him outside. It's daytime now and Paul's sitting on the side of the stairs and he's fucking bawling because he's like, what, what's gonna happen about my wife? And I was like, hey, listen, this is what you got to do. You just got to get the fuck out of the country, mm-hmm. right? Because most likely they're not, they're not going to find you or whatever. He goes, well, if I leave, they'll fucking my family. They'll yeah. know where my family lives and my wife is. And he's like distressed. And I'm like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. I can't help you out. Like the best thing I could do is, you know, save your life and make sure that you're not dead because I happen to know the dude and then the guy like Paul is bawling out of his fucking mind and I'm like you gotta bounce so I'm trying to drag him and like get him to an airport just to buy a ticket to leave the country then I yeah. wake up yeah why <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up I'm like oh fuck I got a wall <laughs> to you me, need to go you need to leave right yeah. now so, like, for, so, so for like 10 minutes when I woke up I couldn't figure <laughs> out what was real or not It's all fucked up in the morning oh man that's so funny I'm a good friend though huh <laughs> even in my dreams I'm down as fuck yeah but yeah, well, we, we we hung out with Paul uh, a week before. I know,
1: man. This motherfucker posted a picture. I said, bro, thanks for the invite, man. What the fuck? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> well, he
0: was there for a wedding. Yeah. And I didn't know because we met up. I met up. Um, I won't say her name, but another mutual friend. You know, Paul's best friend. Yeah. The girl. Yeah. So I saw her. She goes, oh, actually, Paul is in town, too. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I said, we're actually here for a wedding. And she goes, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. And then I think Z knew. So it was Z and John. Yeah. They were all hanging out. Yeah. And so I, I wrapped up dinner with, uh, with her, and then we just met up at the hotel, and that was it. Mm. Yeah, but, we were dude, we were out to, like, fucking, like, two or three, like, oh, back in the day. Yeah. I woke up, <laughs> fucked up. It was so bad. <laughs> I'm like, we used to do this shit every night. Yeah. And I can't, and it, it made me feel like I had flashbacks of old-time K-Town, and I just can't imagine myself doing this every night. Yeah, bro. It's different, man. It's different. Even if you're not doing an
1: activity and you're just going out and just hanging out, it's taxing, man. It's taxing. And that's coming from somebody like me who's a night owl. I'm a fucking night owl, but there's a difference between a night owl and just like relaxing versus a night owl and going out and doing
0: something and chilling, mm-hmm. you know? 100%. Like when I woke up the next day, because we, you know, Paul drinks a lot. Yeah. Like Paul can drink anybody other than the cable. human garbage can was his nickname. God, <laughs> this fool would eat the same amount as me, drink more than me, yeah. but still have a six-pack.
1: I know. That she was upsetting. And me. then he would sober up in like 2 hours and then wants to do
0: it all over yep. again. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. fucking <laughs> What do you mean, man? The next day I woke up like I think at 12, which is the latest I've woken up in years. Yeah. Just hurting. <laughs> Every cell in my body yeah. was Aching, yeah. and then you know, Paul mentioned he was like, "It's good to see you, bro." I'm like, "You seem fine." <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. I'm my insides are fucked. Yeah. Like my head is pounding. Everything is bad, dude.
1: Did you get tossed up or like where you just get got a good buzz? Going? Well.
0: I got pretty tossed up, okay. but then I sobered up because <laughs> yeah. I had to drive. Yeah, yeah. But even then, the after effects were right. still there. <laughs> it's lingering. In it's there. still lingering because yeah. I was sober when I drove because yeah. I stopped drinking like at least two two hours before we okay. before I left. Yeah, so I was fine. I was sober, but then the next morning, aching. Yeah, right. I was like, "How the fuck is this possible, dude?" I think I
1: think the quintessential like moment of describing how Paul uh, eats and drinks is that like. Uh, That one time when it was his birthday and this guy got fucking smashed. We went to McDonald's at like 4 in the morning 24 hours
0: (laughs) I know which McDonald's it is too. Yeah, exactly right
1: on Vermont, you know, and this like we have to help this guy in because he can't fucking like walk properly eats like three fucking value meals, you know Sobers up is like let's keep drinking (laughs) Walks out completely fine. Like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> He's not human. Yeah, like, how, how does that happen? Now, you guys got to understand, we're not at McDonald's for, like, five hours. We're just there for, like, I don't know, an hour tops, yeah. right? He fucking, yeah, runs through, like, three fucking meals, talks completely normally, walks out completely normally, like, let's, keep, let's
0: go back and keep drinking. If I could give you guys, like, a little glimpse of what we used to do, like... There was a spot. It closed down now. And if you're like a K-Town head, you would know about the spot called Piper's. <laughs> like oh, Piper's yeah. was like the late last spot. Opened 24-7. And then at, it started at 24-7. Then they started uh, closing around like 2. Yeah. Um, but either way, it was like the last minute spot that you could always go to. Yeah. Aside from like the late night fuss spots and everything else. Like yeah. K-town, K-Town before COVID was popping until 6, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. in the morning. Oh, yeah. You could find like the after hour spots, which were underground, mm-hmm. you know. And it was super fun. So, Piper's used to have this thing called their kimchi carbonara and the Piper's burger. The Piper's burger with that Parmesan crust on the bread. <laughs> the bro. Parmesan crust and they had like, I think it was sourdough. Yeah, it was. It was sourdough white yep. bread mm-hmm. sliced and it was a burger with their Piper special sauce yeah. and, and, and a few other things. So good. I used to eat the kimchi carbonara, the Piper's burger and the fries and a, and a Diet Coke. Yeah. That was like my whole meal. That's That's already after I had dinner, breakfast, and lunch. (laughs) This is the late night snack. The late night snack was at least 3,000 calories. For sure. And this is why I got really fucking fat. So when I came from – so Sacramento – and Sacramento does have good food, but it's hard to compare what that food is like when you could go to L.A. L.A. is just just more competitive, so people have to make better food. For sure. That's just um, an aftermath of living in a a very impacted metropolitan city. Yeah. So – when I came to LA, I was like, "Dude, this food is fucking nuts here. Mm. It's delicious. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop eating. Yeah. I had Korean barbecue every fucking the night. The all-you-can-eat, you know. All-you-can-eat, Yeah, you know? yeah. I used to go go eat Korean barbecue twenty-four-seven, <laughs> all-you-can-eat, all the time. And then at night, we would go eat at Piper's. Yeah. So Paul would eat the same food as me. Exactly. And then he would still be fit. And I'm gradually getting fatter and fatter and fatter. And I had no fucking idea. Now, when I came to L.A., I was already pretty big. I was heavier than I am now, right? Which I was like probably like 230. Well, I went from 230 to like 290 eventually. (laughs) Oh, shit. Your max, your highest is like 290? I was almost 300 pounds. Damn. Very fucking close. I was 290 pounds. Damn. And so... When I started making that switch to healthier food, yeah, it, it was really hard. I remember. Yeah. I remember I was just like eat vegetables. I'm like, ugh, yeah. God
1: like damn. like eating out would be, would be like we'd go to like California fish grill, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, our buddy Z, yeah. and if you've seen Z on our podcast, I have the music with him too, he went from like I think at the time, he was like 180, and then he went down to like 145. Yeah, yeah. And he had a six-pack, which is crazy. But he was so serious about the way he was losing weight. We would go out to cream barbecue, (laughs) and he brought out (laughs) a portable scale.
1: Yeah, That that used to piss me (laughs) off, man. I'm like, put that shit away, bro. Like, come on, dude.
0: You could just fucking do like roughly. You don't got to sit there weighing each shit, you know? He weighed out every piece of meat and whatever went into his mouth. And mind you, his results were fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, it was, but I was like, that's a little too much. Man, it's not gonna fucking make or break anything, you yeah. know?
0: But guess what happened? This whole had a taste of fucking carbs again. Motherfucker blew up again.
1: No, it was the pandemic. It was the pandemic, you know? Like once yeah. the pandemic hit, he wasn't able to work out It started getting complacent, lazy, you know, just eating Fell whatever. In love, yeah. Got yeah. married. Yeah, exactly. You know, so now he's like... <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'll
0: tell you this, though. I do like watching him eat again.
1: Because <laughs> he's the type of dude who really enjoys the food. Yeah, it makes me want to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love eating with that food. Yeah,
0: you know, It's like, oh, we got the old Z back. <laughs> I know.
1: No, that, no, you're exactly right, though. Like, when he was on that Fit Tip, going out to eat with him wasn't enjoyable because he's, like, so conscious about every little thing. I'm like, dude, just enjoy the meal, man. Yeah. We're out. Just relax a little bit. Put that stupid shit away. <laughs> you're not a fucking dude. You're not yeah. weighing grams, put that shit away and just enjoy. I was like, dude, this is a relatively healthy meal that you're eating right now.
0: Yeah. It's a chicken breast with salad, you know, like just enjoy it. The hard part is, is because me and Z are the way that we eat, we're very we're pretty much twins. We're both degenerate. It's either or yeah. <laughs> you know? there's no in between. Yeah, there it's is It's either you control what you <laughs> yeah. eat or you go to the depths of hell. Yeah. Like I like I blink <laughs> out. Sometimes when I eat food and like even at the Big Bear trip, right? Dog, we were eating Anything and everything inside. Yeah. And I didn't make healthy food either. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I did the, well, the tacos were pretty healthy. Yeah, I guess. actually,
1: the yeah, tacos are healthy. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I did like um, carne asada tacos with cotilla cheese, like roasted salsa. We'd, I did the, the Spanish um, chistora uh, Sausage. sausages, yeah. chopped up. super fucking good. Breakfast. Now, at the point at night, I probably could have eaten three tacos when I was school. I ate eight. You eat eight? I ate eight tacos at night. Holy shit. I didn't know you. Yeah, had. I ate eight tacos. Actually, you know what? That's why those fuck, there
1: was no more uh, burritos. Or, oh, no, no, no. That was the tacos. The burritos. How many did you have
0: in the morning? Oh, I only had half. Okay, okay, okay. I had half it, I had, but I had the shin. shin Oh yeah, 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 the Yeah, yeah. 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 The burritos though, like that wasn't healthy at all. Oh yeah, and I didn't have to eat the chips, the fucking red velvet cookies. Oh, those red velvet cookies. They They were were so fucking good. Money. We had like beef jerky
1: after that. Well, Dan fucking brought like ten bags of snacks. So I was like, dude. You're you're here for one night, bro. Like what are you trying to do, man? We did some work on those yeah. things though. He was like, just in case. And I was like, all right. And, you know, they got fucking blown in. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, it is them. what it is, dude, yeah. but I definitely have a problem with like portion control. And that's what me and Z have an issue with. Yeah. So it's like either we control it to the T, yeah, because we can't self regulate. You know those dogs that they'll know how to regulate their own food? Yeah. Like certain dogs, they'll eat food out of the bowl and then when they're full, they'll stop. Right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm the Labrador that eats until the they throw back, up, yeah. right? Cause I don't know, I don't know when I'm full. Yeah. I just know that I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. And even at that Big Bear trip, I wasn't feeling very good. Cause I haven't eaten like that in a long time. Nobody was feeling good. Dog, <laughs> I ate through the pain. Uh, no. I was like, dog, my stomach hurts. <laughs> so, I'm gonna just eat that extra time. It, power yeah. through it, power <laughs> it. I don't have to, yeah. I can't even do that for a workout. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I work out, yeah. I go, oh, just power through No, the, Mario knows. Like if I work out at home, I'm hitting the bag. Three minutes in, second round is three minutes. I do a minute and a half because I'm like, you know what? I think I sweated a little bit and I stop yeah. and I move on yeah. and I get no results. Yeah. But it's it's hard for people who have like an addiction towards food. We can't self-regulate. I so I think that's why Z had to do it to the T. Yeah, Because if we give ourselves an inch, we go 7,000 miles. Yeah, exactly.
1: But it's the same thing with you too. Is that like, you know, when it comes to food, like I associate you guys, like you and Z with like, us just because you know me i don't eat a lot but i enjoy eating you know in general and i like trying things and so like when i'm with you guys i like that but then when you guys are very you know health and
0: diet conscious I'm like oh we can't just go anywhere and just eat anything you <laughs> impossible know impossible for me yeah <laughs> impossible like if i stop by mcdonald's if i tell myself hey you was this is like the funniest shit by the way so this is what i fucking hate about google maps mm. google maps be fucking outing you out like, they'll, because what, what happens is that they always show you the place. Like, if you're going towards the direction that you're going, it'll show you the place that you typically go to all the time and say, is this where you want to go? <laughs> so we're driving back home, right? And yeah. I plug my phone in, yeah. it says McDonald's. <laughs> 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 my brother's like, yo, why are you navigating towards McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you? how often do you go to McDonald's where the fucking GPS in your phone? Wow. Is, is this automatic- home? Is this home? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a McDonald's that I always go to. I got so pissed at my phone. I'm oh, like, yo, how the man. fuck are you going to out me out like that? That's crazy. My I've brother, never seen that. Oh, he was dying laughing. Yeah. Was like, how often do you go? Well, it's been so hot during the summer. I probably get like a serve from there every the other day. <laughs> so, <laughs> got, oh, man. That shit pissed me off. I was so fucking mad. That shit was hella embarrassing. Dude,
1: but speaking of McDonald's, we were talking about this shit too. It's like fucking ten dollars now for a value meal. It's crazy. You can't call it a value meal anymore. There's no value in that.
0: So before we went to uh Big Bear, we went to McDonald's to stop by. Yeah. And I told him I hadn't had McDonald's in a long time. I lied.
1: <laughs> well, you, you got caught, <laughs> caught uh, red handed with I got that one.
0: <laughs> but we got uh, two fillet fish meals and then a double cheeseburger meal, mm. right? the The regular size, not the large. It came mm-hmm. out to thirty five bucks. God damn! Three man. fucking value meals came out to thirty five bucks at McDonald's. Yeah. that's unreal. Back in the day, not even back in the day. This is before pandemic. Yeah, that would have came out to like twenty two bucks. Exactly, bro. The
1: like a McChicken is two ninety nine now. It's three dollars. That should used to be ninety nine cents. You know, now granted, OK, I know inflation and, and that was many years ago, but we're not that far removed from the 99 cent days. Yeah, this is only a handful of years ago. Yeah. So if it was sitting at like maybe, I don't know, one ninety nine now, $1.89, 1.79. one seven. OK, I get it. Two ninety nine. What the crazy fuck? three dollars for a McChicken that mashed. There's not even
0: like chicken chunks. It's just fucking mashed yep. chicken, you know, and there's guess what hasn't changed, though. That's officer, though. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Thank God for the soft serve. Yeah. I, I eat that so often because my soft serve company went down. So <laughs> I, it's got to get your fix. The, dude, for the value, McDonald's soft serve is great. Like, is it artisanal? Black? No. It's that, you know, powder mix, whatever. But it's good. But even the soft serve,
1: they used to be like 79 cents, 89 yeah. cents. Remember that? How much is it now? Like ninety
0: nine? It's a dollar like something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, shit, I don't know. That
1: shit goes away in two seconds. So. <laughs> it's, it's almost comical. It's classic though. I mean, the f- the worst thing for me is that like whenever I'm c- I'm craving um, a soft serve while while like passing by McDonald's, I'll pull in. And they won't ever fucking have it because the machine's down, you know?
0: Not the one that I go to. <laughs> you got a good they one. Know, there. They know me. Yeah. It's almost weird. Like yeah. I kind of get a little embarrassed yeah. when I show up. Like, yeah. how you doing, man? I'm like, yeah. don't don't talk to me yeah. like we're friends. I'm just here for the saucer. Don't get familiar, bro. Yeah. Just, just give fuck me my it. what I ordered. Like, how's the family? Hey, fuck you, man. Just give me my fucking saucer, dog.
1: See, you're the you're the problem, bro. You're the type of guys who I'm saying hello to and they don't want to reciprocate. I don't want it. Yeah. Don't fucking
0: like the people behind me are like, Dude, how often does he come here? Yeah. New haircut?
1: Hey, man. Shut the fuck up. Don't don't out me like that. Fucking hell
0: out and shit. Whisper that shit, bitch. (laughs) Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain podcast. You can catch Genius Brain every Sunday at 12 p.m. Uh, If you guys are a sneakerhead out there and I said that you're terribly dressed, don't take that too personally. Because if it is you, just fix it. All right? Just stop spending all the money on your fucking shoes. Get a fucking haircut. Bathe yourself. Do something about that shit. Look presentable. Uh, Yeah. uh, You can catch ed at ed two and the secret society s-c-r-t-s-o-c-i-e-t-y we are dropping a new line very soon you'll see that in another podcast um but uh genius brain every sundays at 12 p.m and we'll see you all next time Peace. peace Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying, it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of st- I mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a, a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm gonna make a wrap or I'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort I'm gonna use hero bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite so genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S 1-0 at hero.co.